to another edition of the Good Darts Podcast, the podcast all about darts. The quality cannot be guaranteed. I'm Dan Dawson. Alongside me, virtually, is Wayne Mardle. Wayne, thank you very much for joining us once again. How's the dog? New dog. New Mardle member oh. of the family. He's, he's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, we've had... We've, yeah, oh, look, Dan, I'm... I'm 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 excited, but I'm also tired. I need I need to sleep sleep badly because uh, this is wrong. I know what I'm about to say is wrong. Uh, Watson and Sherlock, uh, mm. our other dog, they sleep with us in bed. You see, um, I don't think that's we right have to, anyway. Like I said, people say it's wrong. I don't care what you <laughs> and they say. Okay, uh, fair enough. So we're we're up a lot. We're up a lot, Dan. Cause we don't we don't want him defecating in the bedroom. No, so, no, I suppose you don't. Uh, it's at no. least a relief to hear that you don't want that to happen. <laughs> Speaking of which, actually, I never—I had a tale from the autumn series in Needenhausen that I never related. Now, I'm going to keep this anonymous, um, but there was right. a darts player uh, who's yeah. actually had some success recently. Uh, and right. there was he, he was playing in his first round game on one of the days in, in Needenhausen. And he's 5 nil up. He is absolutely battering uh, his opponent. He's 5 nil yeah. up, and he's, he, but he's, he's struggling. He's like, I really need to go to the loo here. But oh, right. I'm not feeling good. And he, he thinks, well, hang on, I'm 5 nil up here. I'm, I'm 30 points clear on the averages. I can just get this done, and then I'm all right. Kicks off 140 in leg six. His opponent goes 26, and then turns around, and he's not there. He's not. He, he's right. just gone. Nobody's nobody's seen yeah. him. Nobody don't. They yeah. thought he'd like fallen through a crack in the floor. It, no explanation. He's yeah. not asked to go or anything. He's just disappeared. And they spend got to like, go. Like, yeah, the, but nobody knows that. So the officials are wandering around Needenhouse and going, "Has anybody seen him? Like, what? Where is he? What? What on earth is going on? They don't know. They they're about to award this game to a bloke who's five nil down and getting absolutely hammered until he yeah. emerges from the gents and just going, that that was really." really close came back and won it 6-0 uh but that, right. that was very nearly very nearly wow. one of the most hilarious instances of somebody losing a game they should have won uh, but i digress Fantastic. Um, i only bring that up yes. because it delays the fact that we're about to discuss who we picked out from the german darts championship the return of the european tour it was magnificent last weekend i um, take what it is you the european tour then what is it the is, european tour it's it is the, the greatest, greatest tour, tour in professional in sport world of sport yeah, absolutely. And it was underlined again. It was one of the best tournaments I think I've ever seen in terms of finishing. I've got no way of statistically backing that up. But there were so many games with loads of ton plus checkouts, loads of people averaging 55% or more in the finishes. It felt like one of the greatest exhibitions of finishing we have you, ever seen. You, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a due. You actually said, you actually said this in about halfway through day two or whatever it was. Mm. And... and and said exactly that. And do you know what? I was watching most of it. I can't watch all of it. I got mm. I got Watson and Sherlock. I don't need darts anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need anything in life. Uh, I agree. I, I I thought some of the the, the setup plays and and finishing was was out of this world. Yeah, very good. Absolutely. And yet it was the man. It wasn't the finishing. What won it? It was the man who battered everybody to bits with the 180s. And it's one of the guys you yeah. picked out. It's that the unseeded players said. Look, there's only one person to look at. It's Devon. What a moment. What a weekend. And very, very well deserved for him, wasn't it? It was. It, I'm not going to say it was about time because no no one deserves to, to ever win, do they? Because whoever wins on that day deserves it. Uh, whether you get close time and time again, and he had been getting closer, as we know, but everyone goes, when you're talking about Devon, you revert back to 5-1 down against Price. Uh, mm. Pulling 5-1... Pulling that back against anyone is is unlikely, isn't it, yeah. in, in professional darts when it's first to six? But let alone against the person who is probably playing the, the best of anyone right now and was on a win streak of, of 17, I think it was. Look, it was it was improbable, but he, he pulled it off. And, and then again, he got out of trouble against Rob Cross. And look, I, I thought Devon was magnificent. And in the final... He wrapped it up with a 180 double 18. The, the scoring, the scoring from him when he needed it was there in every single match. Yeah, absolutely. And look at who he's beaten over the course of that weekend. He beats Desvan, yeah. which I know it, it's not 
it's not the Jeffrey Desvan that we've known over the last few years. He is struggling at the minute, yeah. although he, he looked pretty good in the yeah. World Youth Championship. I have to say, he took some stopping in that uh, the other day. Yeah. Uh, then he beats Gerwin Price, who is the form player on the planet. Then he beats Rob Cross, and yeah. Cross put in a 96-plus average. It wasn't it wasn't rubbish from Cross well. at all. Yeah, it was it was a really decent performance. Then he sees off Ratajski. Then he sees off Danny Noppet, who I continue to be impressed by. And then he beats Johnny Clayton, who'd been absolutely superb all weekend. And to be yeah. honest, Noppet and Clayton didn't play their best, but Devon didn't allow him because he's just all over you like a rash all the time. That scoring is terrifying. Yeah. And it puts you under pressure. Yeah. He never left Johnny alone. He, he, mm. I was watching it thinking... You, you will not lose this game. And saying that about someone that's never won before and saying it about someone that's had a chance to win before but but lost. And I, you know when someone misses a chance and you're thinking, mm. oh, oh, he blew it. it. Devon didn't blow it against Price, did he, when he got no. beat a couple of weeks ago? I just felt he missed. That was all I felt. And, you know, yeah. I, I'm not saying I turned out to be right, but Devon was right because he... He said he just felt he got a bit defensive on it, and but his bottle didn't go. If it had gone, he'd have snatched double top last time. Uh, mm -hmm. And when he, he got in front of Johnny, like you said, he just kept pulling out big shot after big shot, and then he took out some real important uh, clutch doubles and, and job done. Eight threes, a big win against the way Johnny was playing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in terms of the seeded player you picked out, you picked out Nathan Aspinall. Uh, he went out in the last 16 to Chizzy. Chizzy was very good. I know we were saying, oh, I'm worried about Chizzy, yeah. but what a, he played fantastically all weekend. He's only beaten by Ferret in the quarterfinals. Yeah. I mean, he, he's averaged, I think his tournament average is somewhere around 104, Mark Dave Chisnell, maybe even a little bit higher than that. It, all of a sudden, any yeah. worries I had have just dissipated. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. And, and he had a dart to beat Johnny. Yeah, he, had a he dart did. To beat he did. Johnny. Then the he, only then dart he, he missed at Merlin. double in the whole match. He's five out of five, <laughs> misses the sixth dart at double, and loses the game six five. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. One of the a Euro Tour classic that one between Ferret and Chizzy. Um, I had Gurney, and look, in the end, Gurney was undone by Danny Noppert. Danny Noppert was very, very good. Yeah. I also picked out yeah, Max Hop, um, who was also undone by Danny Noppert. Hop probably should have won it. I, I would like yeah. your technical expertise when talking about Max Hopp because yeah. I watched him at the weekend yeah. and he's beaten Reese yeah. Robinson, he's beaten Ian White and he's beaten Danny Noppert. Uh, and he's lost yeah. to Danny Noppert, but he should have won it. Now, I'm yeah. looking at him and he's he's such a straight player. We know that. The stats bear that out. Yeah. But yeah. the weight of Dart is all over the place, it looks to me. Um, And that must be yeah. releasing early, releasing too late or whatever. Is that something that can be ironed out pretty straightforwardly because if it can I swear we've got a hell of a player there but it's just a bit erratic at the minute uh, you're absolutely bang on they're, they're early and late releases but mm. he's he's in quite an unfortunate spot because he's going to need to change his stance to make it better and right let me I'm not going to go too technical because it, it can take no but I am interested hours. in this right his height is his undoing uh, right because because he's he's a tall man and he stands he stands quite upright, he effectively throws nigh on down at the sixty, mm. and that's not easy to do. And what what tends to happen with people as tall as Max is that they throw uh, lightly, they 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 float the dart in uh, a bit like a bit like Barney, a bit like yeah. Steve Beaton, Vincent mm -hmm. Van der Voort throws a bit firmer but still light but look how look how he leans Vincent mm. Max Hop needs now because I, I was trying to kind of uh, I had a bit of dealings with him a couple of years ago okay. and it, it it was basically a, about the release uh he's now got to a point where it's his height he needs to lower himself and I don't mean over lean I don't mean over lean I Kneel just down. mean he needs to dig uh, a trench play you know in a what? trench <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no, no, no. What he, what he needs to do is is basically extend the back leg. He needs to extend it. And right. If he does that, he will lean slightly more. Look, it, it may it may uh, be to the detriment of his game for a while, but if it doesn't hurt him, then I'll, I'm absolutely sure he will get better. But at the moment, his height is his undoing, and which is really unfortunate because. 
he's in no man's land. He can't throw firm enough to be accurate, but he can't throw too firm because then he releases the dart early and late purely because he's throwing more or less than a, a kind of straight at the 60. And when you think mm. about it, not many people do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, uh, he's... I swear, there's there's real talent there, but it is just yeah, weird yeah. to see him. It looks like he's in a transitional phase and he's trying to do different yeah. things. He certainly changed the pace at which he plays. Um, and as yeah. I say, sometimes he looks really good, but at other times, I'm not so sure. Aside from Devon, uh, we mentioned Chizzy as well, and indeed Ferret, yeah. who looked very, very good, I have to say. Um, yeah. who, who do you think has come out of this weekend in, in the, the plus and who in the negative? Because we've seen the defending champion yep. Gurney get knocked out, uh, the world number yep. one Van Gerwen get knocked out, Wright get knocked out, and Price get knocked out, all before the quarterfinals, all by four different players. Somebody suggested the other day on social media, oh, strength and depth isn't that good in the PDC. I would have thought this this is an emphatic answer to how difficult it is. There, there's talent everywhere. Yeah, yeah, there, there really is. And, do, do you know, someone that's been around since 1738, Mervyn King, how good did he look? Yeah. I thought he looked fantastic. The, I, he's, the he's, I think Merv- he looks better for loss of weight. I think he, he just yes. everything about him looked yes. good. He looked looked like he was enjoying yeah, I, himself I up there. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. The, the trouble is with Merv, there always comes a point when he seems to just fade a little. He hit a wall in the and semis, didn't saying, he, against Ferris? Yeah, that's he, he what I mean. And, and it. it does happen. Mm. It, it happens too often with him. Uh, it's It normally happens once in every event. <laughs> yeah. yes. apart, apart, apart from the events he wins, uh, of course. But no, he does it a brick wall. He does it a brick wall too often. But I thought he looked really good. And uh, he's got to play James Wade in the in the Grand Prix. That that'd be a cracker. Well, I mean, he gave a bit of a hiding in the quarterfinals at the weekend. Uh, so, look, yeah. if you were making your picks on the, on the Low Six app and the PDC picks app, we're brought to you by our friends at Low Six, of course. Um, you should have got on Devon. You should have got on Devon. That's who Wayne said. He said, yeah. look at Nathan Aspinall, yeah. look at Devon Peterson. And if you did, then you were quids in. Uh, we are going to be talking yeah. uh, our selections for the World Grand Prix later on in the show. But uh, we've already mentioned him a couple of times. It is Johnny Clayton, the Welsh number two, a man who just stormed to the final, played some absolutely fabulous darts right the way through the weekend. His first ever win against Peter Wright, followed by his first ever win against Dave Chisnell, his first ever win against Mervyn King. And then the one guy on the final day we'd beaten before, Devin Peterson, couldn't do it and had to settle for the runners-up <laughs> spot. Um, however, I spoke to him in the little gap between <laughs> sessions. It is the ferret Johnny Clayton, one of the nicest men in darts. These are the questions that you should be asking. Johnny the Ferret, I may as well explain where we are and when we are. We're in Hildesheim for the return of the European Tour and we're in the little gap in between the sessions. So you've just recorded your first ever win against the world champion Peter Wright and we're looking ahead to the quarterfinals, the semi-final and the final tonight. Weird things these Euro Tours, aren't they? Because the, the more important they get as the weekend goes on, the fewer people there are. The backstage area all gets really a lot quieter even though it's all getting much more important and more lively out on the stage. It's odd, isn't it? Yeah, it is odd. Like, um, you know, it's where you want to be, obviously. It's in the later stages of tournaments. But as you say, it is. It, it's really odd. And, um, you know, you see at, we say, midday where there's a load in their practice and you can't get to a board to just pick whichever one you want. And, yeah, it's strange. You're used to this now. I mean, you're a regular on the Euro Tour. You've won one of these. You've, you've gone deep in loads of tournaments. But just getting used to all this stuff, how they work and feeling at ease. I know you, you've been sat there with Cullen and Devon and Chizzy. Just getting to a point where you feel comfortable. Is that half the battle when you're trying to be a, a pro darts player? Yeah, I think so. When you start off, obviously, I think it's about five years ago when I qualified through Q School. <laughs> It's it's trying to find your feet, and obviously um, you try and make friends. You know, people are not unsure of you in the beginning, but as time goes on, you you obviously kind of get into clicks, and like you say, Devon, Joe, Chizzy, you know, the stars, they're good good guys. Like, and I'm glad to be in, a, in in that company, to be honest. And it does help your darts as well because you're much more relaxed. 
Um, and and well, you should say the game gets easier, but it, it, you know that's not true. It's always a hard game, but you know it's easier to get up on stage and and, and play. I mean, did you have any mates when you came to Q School and, and when you got on the tour, or was it literally like being a new kid at a brand new school and just having to throw yourself into a big room full of... And some of these are famous flipping people you've been watching on their telly. It's got to be quite daunting, hasn't it? Well, t- to be honest, um, I-, I played on the BDO circuit, but I never I never followed it, to be honest. It, it was just... I played county, and then I played as an international, but... There was nothing else really. I I didn't have rugby was my main game, and I loved my rugby. And you know, darts was kind of in between. Mm. But as injuries happened with rugby, you get a bit older, the game gets harder. And I thought to myself, you know, I, I I can actually play darts, and um, that's where it began. So to be fair to uh, Jamie Lewis, Jamie kept nagging me because I was playing the same county as Jamie. Uh, kept nagging me and he said, come on, John, you've got to try Q School. Give it a go, whatever, you know, let's see what happens. And I qualified on the last day, I remember, it was the last day. And to be fair to Jamie, I was like under Jamie's wing, if if you want to call it that, because, you know, he was the only one I knew, really. Mm. You know, I obviously knew who, you know, Mark Webster, but not as big mates and Barry Bates and, you know, Richie and all that. But, you know, it's like I only knew him from... A quick chat. I was like a Billy Nomitz until uh, <laughs> until Jamie took me under his wing. Like so, yeah. You're making the Welsh national team, and you won the the Europe Cup, the yeah. WDF Europe Cup. And you in there were like Martin Phillips, and ne- who is now the, the world champion Wayne Warren. Yeah. Like I know I know Martin Phillips spends a lot of time on the bins. He didn't really <laughs> want. He did. He, he's he's a sort of an amateur dart player, but he's a flipping good one. He's been around. For, I mean, it's got to oh, be a bit he's... weird. Going, oh, little old Johnny Clayton from Ponty. I'm a plaster and a rugby player, really. What am I doing? What yeah. am I doing with these guys? Well, yeah, it's true that is because um, I think when I when I tried for Coos School, I think I was Welsh number one in the rankings. Um, but to be involved in, especially the Europe Cup, it was um, Martin Phillips, who to me is a legend in darts. Mm. You know, I'm surprised he never tried the Coos School route, but they were. It's his choice. You know, obviously the bins are more more important. <laughs> Uh, Wayne Warren, he's just proven himself as a world champion. And, you know, David Smith-Hayes was the other guy. And, you know, David could also play as well. So, you know, for me to be in that group, you know, it, it, it was a big thing. Because, as you say, I was a rugby player and nothing more like it, you know. And it's come a long way from then. Was there an injury that did for your rugby career in the end? Or was it just like, oh, I'm getting a bit older, I don't like this so much? Yeah, a bit of both, really. I got both of my knees in Ackard. I had several operations on my knees. But... Um, a bit of both, you know. When people tell you once you hit thirty, injuries don't seem to get away that quick, and it's true. It's they stay with you for a long time, you know. And yeah, I think it was time to call it a day. I miss it, but that that's life. Well, obviously, you get on the PDC, and it's been a, a case of kind of gradual improvement. It's got to be hard when you're first there, even if you got Jamie Lewis there, and particularly when you're going out first and second round in those first few tournaments. Yeah, it's not easy at all because, um, you know, the standard of the darts in, in the PDC is something else. You know, it's, you know, you see new faces and they're chucking 100 averages and you're thinking, God, you know, it's, you know, I never came through any youth system. I never came through anything. It was just, I was a pub data and that was it. It was something to do after training on Thursday night. And, you know, I enjoyed it. Like, you know, I, I made good friends at a darts, especially the BDO side. And now I'm, you know, also I'm making good friends at the PDC side. But like I say, you, you've got class players, you know, young and older. And, you know, you, you've got to hit your 100 average just to be in with a shout. And, you know, it's, it's hard work. Like, What was the big thing where you convinced yourself this could be... I live in this could be my main thing because if I'm going to play the whole calendar I'm going to be away from the family I'm going to be travelling all over the world there's got to be it's got to be worthwhile doing that I've got to either make a load of money or be really successful at it yeah um, my first year like you mentioned earlier you know you, I was out first round second round and you know when you've got that first win you're thinking oh great get your second game second round win and you're thinking oh brilliant then you get smashed and then you're thinking oh can I do this can I do this and you know it's like Little, you know, little footsteps. And I found, like, in my first year, it was like 
being starstruck, if that makes any sense. You know, you're looking at the Gary Andersons, the Van Gerwens, the Phil Taylors, Barnevilles, you know? And you're thinking, what am I doing here? Like, it's, you know, I'm in the wrong place, like, you know? But after that first year, the second year, never came easier as in throwing, but it came easier as when you got to a tournament mm. and you'd seen everybody. So you were kind of getting along with all the boys instead of thinking, oh my God, that's Michael Van Gerwen. <laughs> and, you know, I found that you were much, well, I was much more relaxed and my darts became easier to play. The games became easier to play because I was that much relaxed. So what about going on the telly though, in the TV stage? Like, idiotically, ITV4 did a poll. Was like, Let's change Johnny the Ferret Clayton's nickname. <laughs> Don't change the nickname. It's the best nickname in the sport. But like, just the fact that they're paying attention to you, it must be just kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah, it was weird. From being, you know, I'm I'm still at work now. To be honest, I'm still working with Commander County Council. Um, yeah, it was really, really strange because, um, like I say, from the only stage experience I had was with the BDO in the Europe Cups and the World Cup. But you know, to be on that stage and you're thinking. God, there's two, three thousand fans just looking at you. You've got nowhere to hide. You're just hoping your darts go where you're looking. <laughs> and they still don't mind, so. But, um, no, it was weird. And like like you say, there was a bit that we were, we were going to change my nickname. Because I told Kendall, my friend, whatever you do, it's my rugby nickname. Do not mention the ferret. Yeah, yeah. And there's one particular time he told Mark the bouncer that my nickname was Ferret, and that was the end of it. So that's yeah, it, it you know, it, to it, keep it a I did, I did. But <laughs> hey, well, yeah, it's stuck. That's it. It ain't going anywhere now. And yeah, I mean, you mentioned you're still working. We've had this conversation numerous times, Johnny. And you've gone, yeah, I'm going to give it up. I'm going to concentrate on the darts. It'll be practicing for Johnny Clay. Don't you worry. <laughs> I'm going to ring, you know, ring every last ounce of talent yeah. I've got out of myself. Still plastering, aren't you? Yeah, I am. <laughs> Funny enough, I am, yeah. But uh, I don't know. I will retire one day. <laughs> Maybe I've retired darts before the council. But no, listen, I don't know. It's, uh, you know, especially with these times, obviously. And um, I don't know. It, it, there's a part of me that's thinking, I should. And there's a part of me that's thinking, well, if it's kind of working, why should I change it? So at the moment, I'm just in that. Do you think the security age. actually helps you? You know, it doesn't matter if I go away. If I go away for four weekends in a row, and I don't win a single game, it doesn't matter because I know I'm going to get my paycheck at the end of the month because I'm doing work. Yeah, I think that's I think that's right, Dan. To be honest, because like I say, you know, I've not kind of come out of school straight into darts because you've got a lot of young kids now that that's doing that. You know, it's, um, I've worked, you know, I, I was, that's my sixth year, so I, I was 38, 39 when I tried for the PDC. So, you know, I was used to working and, you know, it's, it's just a big thing to leave go. I got 26 years in with the council, so it's pension. Everything is like, you've got to think about it, you know. I think if I won something big, you know, like one of the majors, like we'll just say like the world's, well, then it's a different story. But as it is now, I, like like you say, there is that security of if I don't win a game, I still I can still pay my bills, and I think that's a, that's a big I think that's a big thing for anybody really, not only me. It's a Do you think? I mean, you mentioned there's loads of young kids who are, are coming through. They they're playing darts as a teenager, and they've got things like the development tour and challenge tour systems, and lots of opportunities. JDC. There have never been this many pathways for young people to get into darts. Do you think that's healthy? Like, if the, you know, you've come to it, you've you've worked, you've been in the real world, and then if you've not had any experience of that, then it's a lot of pressure on you to then make darts work. Otherwise, what what was all those? Yeah, that, that, for? that's true. I think um, you know, it's. I think it all depends on how successful you're going to be through the game of darts. If, for argument's sake, we just there was Michael Van Gerwen. You know, Mike was young, starting. I, I know. I think he worked. You know, I'm not too sure about his his younger days, but um, you know, he obviously, in his career, he climbed that ladder and he's made a lot of money out of it. But I think if it's if you start off in the junior and JDC and and all that, and it comes to an end because you can't quite get over the line, I think it gets difficult then because you have to go back out to the real world then of the work. You know, you've got to forget about the darts 
and try and earn a living. Where me, I was earning that living, and now I'm trying to play darts. So um, you know, it's I I think I I don't know. It's I think it's just how successful you are as a young person. Do you know? Mm. You've got some young people of your own, the Ferret family back in Pontevedra. All this travelling, as well as doing the day job, that's got to be very difficult for you because I know you're a big family man. Yeah, I am a big family man. You know, it's this weekend. My, it's my son's eleventh birthday. It was yesterday. Hey, listen. He, he always asks me, "Oh, Dad, are you home for this birthday?" And you know, it breaks my heart to say no. By him away, it breaks my heart. It's 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 not an easy thing to do. You know, um, but that's life. It's in years to come when they will understand. They'll think he done it for me, because that's the only thing I'm doing it for is for my family. I'm not doing it for myself. It's just for my family. You know, through darts, we've had things that not only the council could have paid for. And, you know, doing things, like we've, had, we've bought a new house. You know, it's, I've had to work hard and, you know, you've got to make sacrifices. Like, you know, as a sportsman, I love my rugby. My boy loves his rugby. So I miss him playing on a Sunday morning. I miss my daughter playing netball on a Saturday morning. Do you know... I've got to give those things up and basically watch it through WhatsApp where Ellen, my wife, is taking photos and that's, and, and, and that's it. Like, do you know, it's, that, it's hard, it's really hard. And it does, it touches a few spots kind of when they say, oh, are you home for my birthday? Oh, you're going to miss me playing this. You're going to miss me. It really hurts. But, you know, I, it's, I, you'll never get used to it, but you, you live with it kind of thing. Yeah. Your first, your first big paycheck was probably Players' Championship Finals, wasn't it? When you made it all the way to the final, yeah. uh, beaten by MVG. What did you do with that? Was it literally, like, can we pay off the mortgage here or we can move house? Or Did you give yourself a little ferret present? Do you know what? I don't remember. <laughs> 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 but obviously there's a lot of things going through my mind. But um, <laughs> no, I, I genuinely don't remember what I'd done with it. I'm a right tight git, so I might have kept it. <laughs> <laughs> just so, stashed it away. Just stashed it, yeah. Fair uh, I've heard you described by Jamie Lewis, no less, as the ultimate pub player. Rock up two minutes before registration, no practice. Oh, he's thrown 100 average again. Oh, he's won the tournament again. You're not one of these practice for seven hours kind of guy. You just rock up and it happens. Yeah, it's, um, I've got to be honest, I, I get bored easily. And... Um, it's the same I, I, every night. I, I do try to practice every night. Um, sometimes I lift that dart and nothing goes right and I will put my head to it. But sometimes I think I'm looking at treble 20 and I'm just, you know, you're hitting them for fun. And then I can't be bothered then because I just go and sit down. So it's like 20 minutes practice instead of two and a half hours. Like, you're you know, too well. Yeah, uh, well, I don't know. Boring. But saying that, it's never the same on stage as what it is in your living room, you know. So, um, yeah, it's, I, I'm not a practicer. You know, I'm, I'm a lazy, lazy dart players in practice wise and things. You know, if I could walk in here five minutes before a match, I probably would. <laughs> but it doesn't work on, the, on this stage. You have to be here for that practice, you know. Johnny Clayton, what a dart player and what a nice man. Nobody in the world of darts has a bad word to say about Johnny Clayton. Uh, Wayne, what did you make of what he was saying? I thought it was particularly interesting where he was talking about how his work just gives him that... It's relaxing. Being able to relax and enjoy playing the game seems to be such a massive factor. And you can see some players, when they're not enjoying themselves, they cannot play their best stuff. And Johnny, just working being happy, having mates in the game, it brings the best out of him. Perhaps not as much as we'd like to see, but when it does, it's world-class. Yeah, look, he's, he's a fantastic player. And like you said, he's a he's a real nice guy. He's up there with Steve Beaton-like, isn't he? As in, mm. if someone dislikes them, there's something wrong with them. They get yes, questioned. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. They, yeah, I don't, I, yeah, someone who says, yeah, I don't like, don't like Johnny Clayton. It's like, why, why is that? What's wrong with you? Yeah, well, what, you're not my you're friend right? and you can't, you're, right? you're not coming to my birthday yeah, party exactly. anymore. So, yeah, that's, exactly, that's my immediate yeah. response. But, you, it, uh, what I found quite quite interesting about he talks really well, by the way, Johnny. He's, he's a good listen. Uh, he mentions about kids coming out of school, going straight into darts that have never really known the real world. They've never really known anything mm. else. And uh, then <laughs> I don't know if Johnny's got an old brain. I'm not sure. 
but at one point he offered everything goes down at 30 30 cheers <laughs> <laughs> cheers thanks for that johnny god dear our lord and then he's mentioning uh kind of the, the financial pressure he has he hasn't got and he's mentioning pensions now mm. look it is what mid 40s it is a is a sensible fella that realizes that if you want to rely on the money you're earning from beating the likes of Michael Van Gerwen, Peter Wright and uh, Gerwin Price, if you want to rely on that money, that's up to you. Uh, but it's not really the, the way forward for some. And he's just got financial freedom. And yeah. do you know what? Not many people have got that, and yeah. especially within uh, within individual sport and there's something that that happens here because i i've been there i've mm. been there where you're winning and with winning comes more money obviously and mm. then you stop winning as much and obviously that the winnings diminishes a little and then you'll think what when it was never about money it was fine then it turns to money it's like wow i'm, I'm just plucking figures out there right uh, for talking sake, whoever wins 500 grand one year, 200 mm. grand the next, someone will say, yeah, but 200 grand is a lot of money. It's not when you won 500 the year before. No, yeah, um, you, if you've grown accustomed to yes. living in a certain way. Yes. And then, yes. you know, you've got bills. You've got bills you can't get out of, things like mortgages and yeah. stuff like that. Then That's it right. can be difficult. Yeah. And you, you hope, you hope that a lot of the young players... And we didn't get into that. I want to get your thought on this in a moment. But a lot of the young players who come yeah. into it, and maybe they start off brilliantly. Maybe they make a lot of money. More money than they were ever yeah. going to earn if they went into the real world and got a job. But yeah. what happens when they have a bad time? Players like Richie Burnett, who some argue was yeah. right up there as, as the best in the world at one stage, he couldn't handle the financial pressure. He couldn't handle having to go to a dart yeah. tournament to win money and pay his bills. Yeah. It is very very difficult and when those things start mounting up it only makes it harder for you to go and play world-class darts yeah I, I agree look there's 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 players now uh, just Michael Van Gerwen is, hasn't played for money really in the last what six years maybe he's playing for titles uh, yes the money comes with it and of course he wants it but it's that not playing for money uh, ten years down the line he may be playing for money Mm. Uh, there's there's people on the circuit now that you, you we we know them you know them Dan that they they're not living a lavish lavish lifestyle that they need to win to earn money. Well, Nathan Aspinall, Nathan Aspinall kids, was down to his last twenty yes. quid, his twenty last twenty yeah. quid, and he won a title that weekend. And look, yeah. it may be a coincidence. It may be a coincidence that him winning that title and then two months later making the semi-finals of the world and picking up a hundred grand. All of a sudden, yeah. he shot. His levels of performance shot up through the roof, and he's been yeah. one of the best players in the world ever since then. Now, is it a coincidence that he's financially secure and he's not going away for the weekend going, if I don't win three games here, I don't know whether I can pay my mortgage and electric yeah. bill, or has it just yeah. given him that free? I don't know. I don't know. We know confidence is a, is a massive no. thing in this sport, but also financial yeah. confidence, I think, is an issue. We don't know, but it's a possibility. That's the mm. thing. We don't know. We don't know what financial situation a lot of these players are in, but we know that Gary Anderson doesn't have to turn up in on European tour events to, to nick a couple of quid. That, that, that He's got that freedom to, to mm. do what he likes. And Johnny Clayton, full credit to him, when he mentioned pension, do you know what? The... the the kind of old man in inside me just thought you've got it sus johnny you've got it sus pal well, and i like go. that i like that it's savvy uh, i yes yeah, savvy is the word now there's some players who've come into this game and are coming into this game we've never had as many pathways to get into darts for young people as there are jdc development tour even the challenge tour they can play alongside that as well there's lots of opportunities for young people to get involved in the game but if yeah. it turns out yeah. you're really good and you get through the difference between really good at darts and being a world-class operator who's going to be top 16 and have a long career and make more money than you'll ever need yeah. uh, from the game, there is a big difference. Now, you go on yeah. darts database. Do you know what Adrian Lewis's former profession is listed as? Uh, taxi driver. Schoolboy. That's it. His, his former profession, <laughs> schoolboy. Right? That's because AD... Hold on, hold on. Is, is it a Look profession? Look it up now. It, well, okay, yeah, school. occupation, profession, uh, literally, schoolboy. 
So he was a schoolboy and then he was a darts player. And you're going to see, because right. Adrian Lewis is this right. freakish talent. Like if you could have grown him in a lab to be a dart player, here he is. And he's been schooled by <laughs> Phil Taylor. I mean, it seemed like he was destined to be a, a multiple major winner. Um, but yeah. there are yeah. going to be more people coming through, becoming reaching the elite level of darts, and they won't have been in the real world. They won't have any skills. And if you look at like top flight football academies and things like that, they're trying yeah. at least to get them to get you know education, yeah. some sort of qualification. So they've got to fall back because yeah. we all know that the vast majority mm. of academy players in football don't make it. There's going to be yes. a lot of young people, aspiring darts players, who won't make it to the top and won't make this work. And I'm a little bit concerned about what what that means over the next few years because they yeah, might I, be I gambling. Well, look, I I agree because and this this is another thing that you can get to the top. And look, you mentioned Adrian Lewis. Mm. Uh, he's he's a man in his mid thirties, mm. and. I, I like to look at careers this way. Do you think someone is on the way up or on the way down? And uh, That's just the way I look at them. That's the way mm. I look at absolutely everyone. Uh, for me, Adrian Lewis is not getting better. Uh, I look at, I look at, I don't know, Peter Wright. Uh, for me, for me, he's probably playing the darts of his life. So therefore I'd have him playing better than ever. So I don't mm. see him on the decline. Uh, Adrian Lewis is is in his mid thirties, and I, I'm not saying he's on the decline, a rapid decline, but he was ranked number two. He's now ranked number sixteen, and he's just hanging on to that. Well, uh, I tell you what, if Johnny Clayton had beaten Devin Peterson times. in the final, he I wouldn't know. have been at the World Grand Prix, yeah. and that uh, would have been relying, a real, yeah. yeah, it's it would have yeah. been a real worry for Adrian. You start relying on others to to make events you, you you've got problems but what you were kind of saying about the youngsters i, I think it's going to be a problem dan I, I don't i don't know how the pdpa and the pdc kind of fix it because you are going to get uh, a lot of young players that come through and by mid 30s they could be out of the game they could be they mm. could be i was i was i was 38 when i retired and I'd, and you I'd achieved more than most, to be honest, Wayne. You know, let's be honest. Yes, yes. Yeah, I did. And look, I'm not winning the money that these guys win now, but it was all relative. I, I won some some decent pots. And mm. the thing, what, what I noticed was that, right, okay, where are these, where are look, the, the Premier, just say Premier League money, World Championship money, match play money. Uh, right, every world championships I was in, I was picking up just for talking sake, ten grand. Just so, mm -hmm. right? There, there's there's a majority of the tax bill paid. That's paid. I haven't got to worry about that. Well, when do you stop qualifying for those events? You're like, oh, I've got to find that myself. Right? Okay, things have changed already, and these players have got to realise that these big paydays don't last forever. They do. You start young, normally you finish young. You start slightly older, you've you've kind of had a job and you might you might last that little bit longer a bit. And that that's kind of not just me saying it, that, that seems to be the way it's gone. Uh you break through late, you seem to stay around that little bit longer. Uh I'm I'm worried for them, yes. I, I really am, because I don't want these early thirty somethings to to struggle financially for the rest of their lives. Absolutely. Well, it's interesting. It, one of the things I love about this game is that we have people from loads of different walks of life and indeed all over the world now. We've just had a first African winner on the PDC. And I think it's just something that perhaps as we see more and more young people getting into the game, they do need to be savvy. That's the word Wayne used. And I think it probably yeah. does fall upon people like the PDPA to make sure that everybody knows what help and support is out there. Because there is help and support out there. But... If you're looking for help and support in making your selections in how the World Grand Prix is going to go, <laughs> then join us in a moment where I'll have more incredible, professional, beautifully crafted segues like that. I just turned it on. The crowd starts going, ooh, semis. You just got to hold it now. When they're going in like that, easy. And I enjoyed it. Oh, here we go. Turned on. Absolutely brilliant. I'm very quick and I'm, ooh. I'm not spamming my boat off too much. Whoa. I was enjoying it that much. I thought, well, why not? You know, enjoy it. I've still got the stamina. Brilliant. 
turned on and that's how I do it. I just, whoa, I just turned it on then. That's the whole point. Right, let's get on with it. Semis? Whoa, it's about me boat off. You know, enjoy it. Tonight I'm going to go and enjoy it again. Hopefully I'll perform as well as I have done. I just turned it on then. I can sit and watch everybody else sweat now. Right, we're talking World Grand Prix. We have the draw. It was made rather magnificently by Jamie Banks and Barry Hearn, uh, including a fabulous pronunciation of Dweevenboder from Jamie Banks, which I couldn't <laughs> let go. Uh, it all starts with A.D. Lewis versus Chris Doby. Now, you can go on the Low Six and PDC Picks apps. You'll have all the first round games there. You can pick who you want to win. Now, it's small stakes to win cash prizes. Uh, we might. I'm not even sure. I'm waiting to see if we get a, a little word from Josh, our producer, about whether we've got any special tournaments on there. But do check the apps because you can look for any Good Darts, related, uh, Good Darts podcast related tournaments. There might even be a free one to enter. So it'll cost you absolutely nothing and you can win proper cash money uh, but let's go through the first couple of nights because that's on the tuesday and the wednesday wayne uh, and then on the yeah. thursday we'll have a new podcast out and we can have a look at the the second round yeah. we'll know a little bit more i know it's a yes. it's a bit of a lottery this one isn't it and i don't know i don't like using the word lottery no, because it's no, not it's, it's a not, test of, of skill no, no. but in a short format and double start there is more yeah. scope for surprising results not a lottery but more scope for surprises isn't there yeah, 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 look, luck plays quite a big part. It, it oh, really so it's a lottery does. then? No, no, no. I said a big part. It's not just luck. It's oh, not right, just okay. luck. Okay. It's, yeah. it's not the way you buy a lottery ticket. Oh, look at the way he bought that. He deserves to win. <laughs> look, you know, you know, you've you, you've watched you've watched more darts than anyone the last the last few few months since lockdown. Well, how many nights was you locked in your basement? That, that Forty three nights of home tour. <laughs> Forty three. Although the home tour too is like signing up for that. Oh, it, I mean, it was. I've, I did quite enjoy, particularly towards the latter stages. But the home tour too. Now that was, oh, was supposed dear. to be about supporting the lower ranked players. You have seen who's playing in that? It's like major mm. tournaments. It's like top sixteen uh, uh, players playing in that nowadays. I know. Absolutely I unreal. I did have some to laugh. of the stuff. Oh my I word! I did have to laugh because the the day after getting beaten in the European Tour final, I see Johnny Clayton playing. I'm like, what up? Yeah, What's going on here? Right. Anyway, 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 uh, yeah. Let's let's talk Grand Prix because yeah, right. it's not a lottery, yeah, yeah. but you are going to see no. some surprising results. It's about picking where they're yes. going to turn up, isn't it? And that's yes. going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did you like playing in it? It's just. Uh, me, no, no, Dan, there wasn't a major I enjoyed playing in because it, it, it always resulted in the same result. Uh, <laughs> no, I hated it. And I'll tell you why I hated it. And but it wasn't on, you, the double Is start. that because you were one of the best? Like, you were one of the better players. You were top 10, yeah. constantly up yeah. there. And you thought, well, hang on, this is only making it easier for some chump to come and beat me. Yes, I did feel that. But also, my game, my game was based on inconsistency. And... That's that's a positive, by the way. Uh, right. When I was on, when I was on, my spells of being on were very good, uh, but I always had a few off spells, and I just in any game, in any game, mm. whether it be best of three legs, I'd I'd have an off spell, uh, but I always felt with this particular event that I used to get found out so quickly, so often <laughs> that I ended up hating it. I I, I don't know why. Uh, I would say, right, I'm starting on double 18. I did double 18. Then I'd start, I don't know, 156, 116. Then the, ne the next set, I'd win that 3-0. The next set, mm. I'd start 156. And then my off spell would, would kick in where I didn't get off. Right. They would annihilate me for a set. And then my, my off spell would continue because now I'm annoyed. And do you know what? I had more off spells in the World Grand Prix than any other event. I, and that's I, I think something. I panicked. Well, one quarter final <laughs> in seven years. I mean, that that's not a good return for a guy who was ranked as highly as you. Anyway, uh, right. The first game. Do you know what? <laughs> right, okay, yeah, let's do that. Right. We, rather <laughs> yeah, than dissect know? Wayne's career in forensic terms, oh, uh, we're going to turn the spotlight on the other players. So, look, you can make your selections <laughs> on the low six and PDC picks apps. Uh, we're going to start with Adrian Lewis, who you've already expressed concerns for. But the fact is, he's still in the top 16 in the world. Um He's up yeah. against Chris Dobie. Now, I'm guessing that on the Wayne model, are they going up or are they going down scale? You have Chris Dobie is going up. Uh, of course I do. Of course yeah. I do. And do you know what? You know you know when you're not playing well and you think you're being unlucky and 
he would have seen the draw, Adrian, thinking, well, there was easier ones, but it's all right. It's mm. all right. And then he would have then he would have thought, do you know what? Just put me on kind of late so I can get into it. Or put me on the second night. That'd be great. No. How hard is it playing game. first up? I suppose you never really... Awful. You, did you get it much? Dan, Dan, I opened world championships and uh, world match plays. Awful. Mm. Absolutely awful. Why? You've Why got, is it that big a deal? Right, you've got no idea of the... Uh, how can I put it? It's not in the swing of things. It, it's it's like the first day of term uh, and no one really knows what's happening. And you've had to sort all the tickets out. And, and you, Well, you know what was happening. You, you went to the Grand Prix seven times and most of the time you went no, out in round one or round two. You know exactly what was going right. to happen. Yeah, but first is awful. I'll tell you why. No one's played or something. No one's played. There's two people have played and you're the only loser. No one else has lost in the whole event but you. And it's horrendous. It's ha- the, 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 even the, the, the patrons, and I'll get calling patrons from now on, even the patrons have not settled down yet. They're, right. they're still getting their drinks. They're still working out. Oh, where's the, the toilet, Brian? I don't through. know. You could be I the first know. winner. I'm the only one who's won in this tournament. No, I'm the first man through to the last 16 here. This is good. This is a mindset thing, Marvel, isn't it? No, no, no. This positivity is not not what Adrian Lewis will be full of. No, I'm right. sorry. No. Well, that's interesting. No. So, uh, do you think that Chris Doby is going to get the job done then? No. <laughs> you still reckon Adrian's going to? No, 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 no. Chris wins. Chris wins. I don't. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. I, I've never, yeah. I've never seen a player lose so regularly of late and still thought, oh, I quite like the look of him. I think Adrian Lewis is playing yeah. some decent stuff. He was Just, lucky, we, as we, we said, tweeted, to be we here. We tweeted at yeah. the league. We tweeted during the week, didn't we? That, uh, that, like, I, I thought you looked great in the European Tour, but it still ended in defeat and, and a, a mediocre performance. Even though I, th- I felt he looked all right, I think he's mm. going to have to be really on his game if he wants to match Chris, I've got to I say. Still, I still have faith in Jackpot. Um, and I adore you conflict, so I'm going AD. You're going Dober. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's basically how it works. Now, Danny Nopper, I think, is is an absolutely superb player, playing wonderfully at the minute. Yep. But I do yep. fancy Ryan Searle, and when we spoke to him on the podcast, he really did fancy his chances at the Grand Prix. I've got a sneaky feeling whoever wins this could do some real damage in this tournament. Yeah, he, he never he never mentioned what double he was going to start on, did he, Ryan? No. I think it'll be tops, I, though. Right, right, okay. Right, if he's tops, then fine. But if he starts on 32, he's going to come undone really quickly. Right, okay. Because he, he, he misses on the outside and then he can't see it. He has to switch. You can't see anything uh, anyway, mate. Right, uh, I was going to say, can I wait until he's, he's thrown some practice starts? <laughs> no, because that's not how this works. Uh, no, no. Uh, I, I, I'm struggling to pick who wins it. I just think whoever does... The winner plays Gary Anderson, Rob Cross, and I'll be honest, I fancy whoever wins that game to see off the other one. Right, who do you... Fa- uh, right. Uh, whoever you pick, I'm going to go for the other one. Right. Because I, I can't make up my I, mind. I'm here. tempted to get the coin of fate out, but I'm going to go Ryan Searle. I've just got a sneaky feeling right. Ryan Searle's going to really, really go for this and, and be be good. I think he might just... I'm gonna go I, think it'd be, I think it'd be one of the best games of the first round, you know. Okay, mate. Yeah, I, I, I agree it'd be close. Okay, but you're going Danny. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Um, right, Mensor, whom you've been very, very outspoken about Scathe. of late. Scathing, yeah. Dirk, yeah, scathing is the word. Against Dirk Van Dyvenboda, <laughs> a guest on the podcast yeah. last week, the aubergine yeah. farmer from the Netherlands. Fantastic. Yeah, I like it. Uh, I like it. It's yeah. another good game. Yeah. I mean, I'm really enjoying all these, these potential, t- you know, these definite ties. But Mensur for me. Oh, he's going Mensur. He's backing Mensur. Oh, I didn't see that coming. If there's, if there's an event that you think is made for someone, uh, th- th- this is it. I, I, and bearing in mind, I want to put something out there. Mm. This event, this event is not always uh, the event where oh, he's great at doubles. He's great at a double. That means he's going to win. This event has been won by, and a lot of players have got close to it, won by brilliant scoring. Michael Van Gerwen won his first PDC event, and this was it. Now, mm. he's known as a scorer. 
Adrian yeah. Lewis reached his first major final, and this was the the, the final. This was the event uh, when it, in twelve or eleven, eleven, eleven. Mm. Uh, no, ten. Because he won the worlds in eleven. Yeah. So it's uh, Chizzy. He's reached the final twice. Yeah. These are scorers. These are scorers. But do you know what? I, I go against my, my gut here and say Mensur because I just too good for Dirk. Just too good. Yeah, he's better than him. I, I mean, I am. I, I want to say Mensur as well. I why do. don't you? Why don't you? Hold on, hold on. Why don't you just start with every response with "I disagree." Yeah, <laughs> I disagree. But in this case, I'm going to pick Mensur as well. But I'm going to do it grudgingly, right? Okay. Uh, because I de- although right, Dirk's right. been brilliant this year, I, I, I've not been that impressed yeah. in these last couple of weeks. Um, this is my favourite okay. tie of the entire first round. Jose de Sousa and Devin Peterson. You want two players who yeah. can score and hit 180s. You've got them. You want yeah. two players who can forget its double start and go straight at the trouble 20. You've got them. You want two players yeah. who can make some comedy miscounts and give us the most hilarious first game in his first round game in history at the World Grand Prix. You've got them. This could be absolutely yeah. box office for some every yeah. single possible reason. And <laughs> I think Jose wins it. I think the special one comes through. It's funny you should say that about uh, this game. Cause I, I spoke to Devon yesterday and I said, mate, I said, people forget that it's double start often. I said, please don't be one of them. Because I think he's got it in him as well. I, I really don't. Oh, I really Jose don't. de Sousa. And Jose. Oh, he, oh, he could he do it once, three times. He once started the next leg in a normal format game before anybody hit a double in the previous leg. He just turned up at the board and started throwing it 60, and then I think Owen Binks had got no score. And he's like, what? No, you've still got to hit a double from the last leg, Jose. It wasn't finished. Like, this man is absolutely incredible. He has no idea what he's going on around him at any given point. But my word, if he's even vaguely aware of what he's supposed to be doing, he's capable of doing anything. Uh, And these two... Two brilliant players. Oh, it's amazing. One from Portugal, one from South Africa, and one of them I genuinely think could be could reach the final or win it they're playing that well yeah uh, but yeah, i think yeah. jose so you're could going do for it. jose yeah 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 right you've got to stick with big dev i'm going you? for dp yeah of okay that's fair enough of course i have uh repeat of the he's weekend won me more he's won oh, me yeah. more money the last few weeks than i won in my whole career <laughs> <laughs> excellent and uh, presumably you don't have to give a cut to anybody like the no pdpa or anything <laughs> like that it's a happy yeah exactly dance. Exactly. Lovely. Exactly. Uh, James Wade, Mervyn King. They played at the weekend. Merv gave him a hiding. Can that continue? Uh, yes. Yes. You can. You go back I've, in the kick. This... Well, do you know what? Do you, do you know how highly I regard Mervyn King's double sixteen hitting? I, I got on to Christopher Kemp last week. Oh yeah. And just said, can you can you please just give me the stats on Merv, whether he's the best double sixteen hitter in the world or not? And he, is he, he better on tops? You know. Well, hold on. He's not very good on double 16. I've got that all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, do you know what, Dan? I don't know where I've got it from. I, I, I just don't know. I don't... I, I, I don't know. I, I had it in my head that he's one of the best double 16 hitters I've ever seen. Well, he does. Um, he leaves it at every I'll... available opportunity. And when he's playing well, he does pin I it. I know. I think he's actually probably a bit mean... better on tops. <laughs> well... Yeah, it does because he leaves it a lot. Doesn't mean he's any good on it. And uh, I don't think James Wade is as good on double ten as he used to be either. By the way, uh, mm. I'm going. Mer- I'm going Mervyn King, purely, purely on the outing at the European Tour at the weekend. I, I yeah, thought well, he was great. Yeah, thought he looked great, and I think one game a day as well absolutely suits him. He'll have some confidence back. I'm going to back the yeah. King. I may be wrong. James Wade proves me wrong all the time. Um. Yeah. Get Rob Cross, Gary Anderson. It was picked out as one of the standout ties. I genuinely, we, we were bigging up Gary all the way by the end of the Premier League, going, oh, he's playing amazingly. He played himself into form. What he's done is gone yes. three weeks off, not thrown any darts. I think he's got to play himself into yeah. form again. I don't think he's got time to do that. I genuinely think Rob Cross wins this. Do you know what? I, I like the way you've you've dissected that. I, I, I'm trying to disagree with you. I, uh, pl- by all means do. Yeah. I enjoy conflict. Very good. Very good. Uh, right. Yeah, you you put a little spanner in the works there. Because I, I, I quite fancied Gary until you said that. But that's the thing. He got, this he got is how good. easy I'm put off. 
Yeah, but he got good because he was and playing he actually every day. said it, didn't he? Yeah, he said it. Right. He said it, oh, yeah. and we could see it in the match. But he oh. wasn't particularly good at the match play. But he's it helped him. By the time the Premier yeah. League came around, it was like, oh, you know, he's he's going now. And what he's done, he's gone, put his darts down. Didn't play the autumn uh, the autumn series. Didn't play the World Series finals. Didn't play the Euro Tour because he never does. And so he's had what a month sat at home, not Hold throwing any now. darts. We know, Gary, we know he's been putting eight hours a day in, don't we? Oh, give over. <laughs> give, give over. He's, it, he'll have Do you done, reckon he's had eight hours in a month? He's, yeah, he, he probably hasn't even... <laughs> he doesn't even know where his darts are right now. I was, yeah, yeah. They're, they're in the dash. They're in the uh, glove compartment, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. That's where they are. I, I genuinely right. think Rob Cross is moving in the right direction. I think there's a... There's a little oh. Wayne Mardle up arrow next to Rob Cross. It's not a very big arrow. It's right. taking time. But no, I think he's not. moving in the right direction. Um, and I think he right. might well have too much for Gary Anderson. Right. I'm going Gary on for one reason. For one reason only. Mm-hmm. Rob starts going in so far to the right angled that mm. if he goes outside 32, he's going to have to switch so often. If he goes inside 36, which he has a proclivity to do, he's going to have to switch again. So I'm going mm. Gary Anderson. Okay, mm. Gary Anderson it is. I think a lot of, um, I'm sure he'll go off as the probably heavy favourite, I would imagine, Gary Anderson. But yeah, of course I think he will. There's a, I think there's an opportunity there for people to to make some money on the low six and PDC picks apps. Well, you uh, Michael, fancy him, don't you? You I think fancy he, him. I, yeah, I do. I do. And I, I, I just, All right. Don't I don't be trust afraid Gary. To say so. Don't trust Gary, don't, and I, I quite oh, fancy Rob Cross. Him. Yeah. I don't. Okay, right. Uh, I, I like tell you, it. I do trust. I trust Christoph Ratajski. And he's got Michael Van Gerwen. And Michael Van Gerwen was weak. Weak yeah. against Mervyn King. Yeah. How poor was he? Yeah. That's one of the poorest performances I've seen in a, probably about two weeks from him. He's... <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't like no. seeing the world number one struggling. Oh, and it's been going it. on for yeah, a while. I like it. And I don't, you know, I, I've seen people people whose opinions I respect say oh you can't talk about it being a crisis he's just having a bad spell yeah I know that's fair enough but for Michael Van Gerwen it's all relative this is a crisis yeah. for him you don't yeah. think there was that's a time right. well, how many games was it where he didn't average below 100 it was dozens and dozens yeah. of games yeah. and yet here yeah. he's averaged 89 and got his backside handed to him by Mervyn King yeah. a man who he'd beaten eight times out of eight on the European tour there is a serious, yeah. serious issue that needs addressed. It's not the darts. We've covered that. He's using the old yeah. ones. And now he's backed himself yeah. into that corner that we predicted where he's changed yeah. his darts and going, oh, this is all for... Oh, hang on. The problems persist. Um, yeah. This this is something else. And I fear for him. Uh, um, I don't think, you know, right. he's going to get back. He's going to get back to normal. It'll be fine. I just don't... I don't think the World Grand Prix is the sort of place where that happens. I think Christoph Ratajski right. beats him. I've got to say, I've, I've just mentioned with Adrian Lewis, haven't I, when you're not, it's not going your way and he's on first against someone who can beat him. And Michael would have been thinking, right, just, just give me, just give me someone who they know that they can't beat me. Yeah. And somebody, somebody I can Christoph. sort of, I've already got a bit of a head start bully. because yeah, they, bully, they'll be scared yeah. of me. Oh no, we've got the Polish Terminator staring at me <laughs> who feels no emotion he just stands in front of yeah. and will run through you to get to the board and smash it in double 16. Yeah. He is an absolute yeah. cold-eyed killer of a dart player, Christoph Ratajski. This is this is where I go wrong. This is because I, I get, I, I don't get emotionally involved. I become attached to, to players like Michael Smith. We all know that I think Michael Smith is going to win every single event he ever enters. Mm, yeah. uh, we, we know that, uh, but, but not this one, funny enough. Anyway, do you know, I'm going Michael Van Gerwen. Do you know why? Do you know why I'm going for him? Because I want to see him play well. Hang on. Are, I, you, are you backing Michael Van Gerwen because you feel sorry for him? The man who has dominated you know this what? sport you for know, years and battered that. people into... Literally, people have been left in tears because Michael Van Gerwen has continued yeah. to beat them. And you now feel sorry for him. This is a see, pity you, backing. You, yeah, I think you might be right. You nearly put me on Rob Cross. You're talking me off of people here. Very good. But don't listen to me. Yeah, I'm an idiot. Uh, but no, we we know. But uh, <laughs> look, I'm going Michael. I'm going. Okay. I'm going Michael. But you you you've you've sold Christoph well, and we know that. We but do you know what I just think? And I, I, I just I just think that 
when he is remotely near anywhere near his best, eighty percent, I, I mm -hmm. think it's enough. I think it wow. now don't don't forget here, this is a dreadful draw for Christoph. It's a dreadful oh, yeah, draw. Yeah, no, it's it's it, I I'll be honest, it's probably the one name you don't want is Michael Van Gogh. I don't want to have a go. But it's not the same as Michael Van Gogh getting drawn against you last year yeah. or the year before or the no, year I'd before that. I get it. Okay. Final game of that night. Michael, but I get you. I get you. Okay. Final game of that night. Michael Smith, who you've just said won't win it uh, against Dimitri Vandenberg. Well, even though you don't think he's going to win the tournament, do you think Michael Smith wins that game? Because I certainly do. I, so do I, mate. Uh, so yeah. do I. I, uh, I. I can't make Dimitri out. No, I, I just can't. Very, 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 very impressive at the world match play and nothing since. Absolutely yeah. nothing. And so yeah. I know he's yeah. got a busted knee. I know that his floor form, he's not noted for his floor form, but... What's, what's uh, wrong with his knee, Dan? His brother tripped him up and it aggravated an old sports injury. And I think he's had some keyhole surgery to have like a bit of cartilage removed or something. He was talking to me about it and said uh, he had something the shape of a devil bone pulled out. And I was like, I didn't even know what that was. And I had to be somewhere. So I didn't want to get into the weird translation it was. But he had something <laughs> had taken out of his somewhere. knee. I had to be somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I had a very pressing engagement with my e-cigarette. So I, I, I just went. Um <laughs> But yeah, uh, I I just I just think Michael Smith is going to win that, and I actually think this could be one so where Michael I. Smith finds his way. You say scoring is what wins at the Grand Prix; it's not really the Dublin. Well, let's no, have no, a look, no, cause... no. Hold on. All all I said was no, no. Look, all I said was is that it, people think that this is just a, a double hitter's it's not, paradise. Yeah. It, it's it's not. It's not. You've got to score. You've got to score. Well, anyway, Michael Smith I'm, can I'm, certainly do I'm that. Right, we're going to go that. rapid fire through Wednesday night. Uh, so on, I want I want these quick. Right, okay. Uh, yeah. What a game to start with rapid fire. Brendan Dolan versus Kim Hybrex. Which way do you go? Kim, Kim Hybrex, brilliant 32 hitter. Yeah, I think so. And quite like his new setup and stuff. Change things thrown with uh, yeah. Danny Noppet style guys. Quite like them. Yozza versus the Bullet. Jamie Hughes, Steve Bunting. I think Bunting is on the up again. Yeah. 2014 all over again. Yeah. I think I'm agreeing with you here. So we're going Hybrix and Bunting the pair. Johnny Clayton, Ian White. Don't like White at the moment. Clayton, I was going to say he's, he's he's on a bit of a uh, an upper, but it doesn't really matter with Johnny. I, no, you know, it doesn't, Johnny does it? just No, no, it doesn't. Uh, just because Ian White's not playing well. Yeah, I, I I completely agree. Yeah. Ferret, uh, we're we're agreeing all the way through. But this is an interesting one. Chizzy Dozer. Yeah. Chizzy, all right, of a sudden, all our worries have evaporated. Yeah. But he's up against Glenn Durrance. Awful game. Awful game to predict. I'm going to mm. go Chizzy just because it, he seems to like the event. Twice runner up, runner up for the third time. Yeah, he's certainly feeling oh, confident no. and no, saying all the right things. I don't think he's going that far. I don't think. Yeah. Anyway, I think he wins that game. Okay, I'm going to go does. I'll disagree with you because, I mean, to be honest, right. agreeing with you for four games running is a horrible feeling, no, I would imagine. But let's yeah. never find out. Yeah. Uh, Daryl Gurney yeah. versus Joe Cullen. Intriguing, Matt. Uh, intriguing because Joe Cullen is just a little inconsistent. Mm. A, a little. Gurney, for me, played himself into a bit of form by getting out of trouble in the Premier League. And he's looked decent ever since. Yeah, he's looked I, all right. I've... Yeah, I've, I've, I said even at the Premier League, I thought maybe you know building up towards the World Grand Prix, I kind of like yeah. where Daryl Gurney's game is at, and I, nothing has changed. Yeah. Even though he hasn't done done anything spectacular, he still uh, looks pretty good. Um, I'm going to go Gurney yeah. as Tough well. Tough game to call, mind. Yeah, Tough it game, is. Matt. It is. And look, I'm I'm one of the biggest Joe Cullen cheerleaders out there. I have to say. Um, yeah. Peter Wright, Ryan Joyce. I can only back one person in this. I do like Ryan. I think he's a, a talented lad. But Peter Wright, <laughs> you know, he's Peter no, different, Wright. Di di different, different clever. Uh, different yeah. clever. Different uh, clever. Oh, you different. know that old saying, different, different. clever. Dave Chisnell's different clever. He's on a different level. Oh, well, there we go. Is Gerwin Price on a different level from Jermaine Watamina? I, I watch Jermaine and I watch him play well. And I think, you're going to do this again and again and again, aren't you? You're going to... Nothing seems to change with him. He's always throwing the same, but the results of where they go are so different. 
Mm. He's got this, his backswing, he seems to be quicker than his follow through. So it's all a bit, uh, uh, if you know what I mean, I'm, uh, as he releases. <laughs> Frantic. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. all a bit, yeah, it's all a bit uh, kind of odd. But anyway, I, when I watch him play well, I, I get mesmerized with, with him. But when mm. I watch him play bad, I can't ever, ever imagine him playing well again. He was very good on home tour I, two the other day, by the way. I know he was. What, what happened there? Uh, I, I can't make Jermaine out. I just can't. So therefore, I've got to go with the form horse that only Devon Peterson can stop, and that's Gettowin Price. Do you know what? I think this is where we're going to see a surprise. I think Jermaine Waterman is going to do it. Um, I, I mean, there, there is no. I've got wow. no logical argument behind it, other than I think Jermaine is that, underrated, that, and you I know you're going to see it. Yeah, you, you know, you, there's going to be a massive name that goes somewhere. Now, I've already said that Gary Anderson's going to go out to Rob Cross, but I'm, come on, I mean, it's world number six versus world number nine or whatever it is. Um, yeah, yeah. But I, th- I think Gerwin Price might be the big surprise. Uh, and okay. I think Jermaine Watermeni might do him. And that brings us to the final one, the German giant Gabriel Clemens and Nathan Aspinall the Asp. Who's it to be? Do you, do you, think, do you think Gabriel's plateaued? I don't think he's playing his best stuff at the minute. I really, I, I've been right, a little okay. bit disappointed with him. He looked quite good at the summer series, and then since right. then, not a great deal has yeah. happened. If anything, yeah. Martin Schindler looks more dangerous out of the German lads at the minute, and no, everybody's forgotten about him. Um, Who? Yeah, yeah, you know, little Shindy, little Shindy, little Shindy. Yeah, yeah. if you put uh, Shindy on top of Max Hop, they reach the same height as Gabriel Clemens. That's how it works. That's uh, the German <laughs> dance players' subtraction system. But yeah, I think Nathan Aspinall. I think Nathan Aspinall might find himself in the very, very late stage of this tournament, or even win it, because I genuinely couldn't think agree with you more. Yeah. All right. Well, there I, we go. Well, look, I, I agree with you. Well, look, we've made all of our picks. It, who do I think oh, wins? We, we it? don't. We don't reveal who we think wins it yet, do we? Well, do no. We? I mean, we can. No, you know, we can no, make no, a prediction no. now. Go on, make a prediction. Who wins it? Who wins the whole thing? Peter Wright. Peter Wright wins it, does he? See, I'm just having a look at the the draw bracket. Peter Wright it could be Peter Wright Duzzer or Chizzy in the second round. Then it could be somebody like yeah. Gurney in the quarterfinals or Ferret. Look, I... look, he's got a tough draw. Yeah, it is. It's nasty. But then you know Nathan Aspinall's in the same heart. It's I... an awful draw. I, I, I think that Christoph Ratajski wins the whole thing. The whole kitten caboodle coming through one wow. of the toughest looking draws. He beats MVG, then he beats Jose de Sousa or Devin Peterson, then he beats somebody like, I don't know, Wade or AD or King or Doby or somebody. Then he yeah. beats Michael Smith or Rob Cross, Cross or whatever. And then he beats yeah. Yeah. Gurney or Peter Wright right. or somebody in the final. I genuinely, I've, I, I don't see why he's going to do something massive in a big TV tournament. Um, yeah, yeah. Maybe this I'll one. Get it. Maybe this one. Um, maybe not. So, yeah, maybe not. Who knows? Who knows? But we'll be back next Thursday anyway. Uh, so we'll our first round picks. We'll assess those, and then we'll tell you who will win in the second round, and you can decide yes. whether to pay any attention to us or not. Um, if you are playing along. Uh, on the low six and PDC picks apps. Remember, uh, you've got to be 18 years of age. You've got to be residents in the UK. Uh, and there's lots of other stuff, which I can't actually remember what the thing is. Usually I have it written down. And I go into that little voice at the end of a uh, sort of TV commercial for insurance and that we may repossess your home. But unfortunately, I can't remember any of the words. But do remember that if you're a friend that's probably gambling, seek help immediately and visit begamblerware.org.